This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, hello. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. (laughs) Happy day to everyone. How are you? How are you? I hope that you are well, we are blessed, we are uh, thankful, we're good. Um, Chris and I, we have enjoyed God's beautiful sunshine and weather the last few days. Um, I'm seeing reports that there's been good weather in different locations, um, California, even in New York. Certainly where we are at here, um, like many of you, we have felt the stress of the psychological warfare, the spiritual warfare that is going on in our nation, in our world, due to the uh, shutdowns, due to the protest, due to the um, response to the COVID-19 outbreak, the overall attack that has been launched against uh, the the U.S., uh, the church here in the U.S., we... Um, We have chosen repeatedly to think on the good things that God has done. And one of those things that I did personally was um, chose to go out on my deck on Saturday during this beautiful weather, sat out on my deck, for the first time this spring, <laughs> I felt motivated to go out there and wash down my tables and sweep the deck so I could enjoy my brunch out on the deck, soak up the sun. Yeah, these are some of the good things that God has done. and is doing the fact that we can wake up and still enjoy the sunshine is a good thing so i went out on my deck i soaked up some sun wasn't even thinking about the fact that the sun also um kills this this uh critter i'm not even going to call it by the, the name uh, anymore 
Um, but I soaked up some sun. I listened to the sound of the birds, the birds singing and chirping. I I could hear the insects making their 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 insect calls and communications. <laughs> and I found myself praising the Lord and thanking the Lord for all that he's done for me. I was able to reflect on my past and recenter myself and think about the good things in the midst of a pandemic I could enjoy my own little private paradise and my own little private moment with the Lord is God good don't tell me God is not good okay And this is what we have to do, people. This is what we have to do when difficulties come our way. Because in life, we are going to face difficulties, okay? In this program, uh, we try to discuss life, love, and trauma in some way or another. And in this life, we are going to experience some trauma. We're going to experience some difficulties, but in the midst of those dark seasons, in the midst of those difficult times, we have to remind ourselves to think on the things that are good. Because every single moment of your life can't be bad. Okay? This is something that has has helped many people down through history, survive trauma, okay? Whether it was the um, slaves during slavery time here in the U.S. that were singing the old Negro spirituals and the hymns and and um, meeting, uh, you know, by night and under threat of death and, and encouraging each other in the word of God, hallelujah, or whether it was um Anne Frank um who who endured the the concentration camp and 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 did her part to help others stay encouraged and and wrote her diary whether we have to find good things in the middle of difficult situations to focus on Okay, because the scriptures tell us that there is a, a, a reason for every season and a, a, and a purpose for everything under the sun. So that's what I did this weekend. Okay, that's how my Saturday started out. Later that night, not till eleven o'clock that night, but later that night. I enjoyed a wonderful time in my women's uh, conference, phone conference fellowship. I was feeling a little bit drained and tired, so I didn't want to work. And who 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 knows, or do you know that prayer is work? <laughs> if you're doing the kind of prayer that we're talking about, if you're doing intercessory prayer, um, it is work, so I didn't really feel like working, 
so I was kind of on the fence about whether or not I should even host the call, but I also remembered and thought about the fact that, you know, when you're in the middle of warfare, you have to put your flesh under subjection, okay? You have to tell your flesh what you're going to do and not tell your flesh what, or let your flesh tell you what's going to happen. And I remembered how we're already fighting. We're already fighting to be able to resume fellowship and to be able to resume assembling uh, together one with the other at our, you know, four churches across the nation. So I said, how can I miss an opportunity to assemble with my uh, women by phone, which is something that we've been doing for the past two years, um, when this is the only real fellowship that I'm getting? How can I miss that opportunity? So I said, to the ladies by by text, we're going to go ahead and have the call, but we're not going to really work. We're just going to catch up. We're just going to catch up, see how each other's doing, um, share some of the good news and the good things that God is doing in our lives. And before you knew it, I was even more encouraged, and we ended up having prayer anyway, thanking the Lord, worshiping, and praying anyway. <laughs> so when it's in you, that's what you're going to do, okay? During good times, during tough times, bad times, when it's in you and you've disciplined yourself and you've made it a part of your life, that's what you're going to do. So I enjoyed the Women's Fellowship very much. We and I invited them to grab a cup of tea, grab a little snack or a treat, and let's get on the phone and do what we do. And that's what we did. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Matter of fact, I'm drinking tea now. I know that it's been a while and I've been forgetting to tell you what kind of tea I'm drinking. Um, so please forgive me. <laughs> Some of you who've been listening to me for the longest know that, that I started out very faithfully doing that. Um, tea is a, a pleasure in my life. It's one of the good things <laughs> that God has graced me with and that I enjoy. So I am drinking a rooibos tea tonight, also one of my favorites that I haven't had in a while. I picked me up some other some some the other day when I went out to face the <laughs> the pandemic world. <laughs> and I'm not going to even get off on that tangent right now, okay? So I did that. Um, then, let's see, Sunday, Chris and I participated in a good Bible study discussion with our church uh, via Zoom. Um, I have been very uh, frustrated and upset about that whole What's the word I want to use? The whole idea, just the idea of our church being shut down and churches across the nation being shut down. So that has been a, a huge issue for me. But I was thankful that we could participate in a good discussion uh, via Zoom with our church and felt the presence of the Holy Spirit 
come into the room with us. So that was very encouraging. Later, I enjoyed the hot tub and some quality time with my husband. I'll be back after the break to tell you more. All right, people. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, Amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. All right, people, I'm back, and I was just um, actually kind of giving you an introduction and a greeting um, in preparation for tonight's program, and I briefly talked about um, the difficulty that I have had with the idea of our churches being shut down across the nation in the midst of this whole pandemic that has been probably the biggest um, grievance and frustration for me as a minister of the gospel. 
I was uh, getting frustrated and feeling uh, just troubled by that whole situation to the point that it, it even made me sad uh, Friday night. But I had to do what I'm telling you. I had to look at the good things that God is doing in the midst of this. I had to recognize that I can only do my part, the things that the Lord is telling me to do, inspiring me to do. I have to be faithful to those things, and I have to be thankful and praise him for his goodness and that's what I did. That's what I did this past weekend. Here I am with you tonight. Don't tell me God isn't good. In the midst of a pandemic, <laughs> I can still enjoy the beauty of God's creation. I can still feel his presence. I can still enjoy the love of my husband. And I could go on and on and on. So, ha, ha, devil. <laughs> ha ha devil <laughs> you will not win this fight you will not steal my joy that's what we have to do people that's what we have to uh, do the word of God tells us that when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him okay so we've been busy here at Equipping the Saints Ministries. We have been posting and addressing the situation that is going on right now. Um, we launched a campaign around the Passover, um, just before Passover season, to come against the fear that Satan was clearly trying to inflict upon people across the nation. We launched that campaign, and then we began to challenge um, our um, sphere, any, anyone in our sphere of influence, anyone that we could reach, we began to challenge them to choose, to choose which, who, who, whose report are you going to believe? Choose which side you're going to be on. Are you going to be on the Lord's side? Or are you going to be on Satan's side? Or are you going to be on the enemy's side of this issue? Because, believe it or not, we're involved in a spiritual war, um, probably one of the biggest that we, will, we have faced, in my lifetime anyway, okay? And you have to choose the side that you're going to be on, and I would recommend that you choose the winning side, okay? So go to our Facebook page. You can see it on um, our show page. has our Equipping the Saints Ministries Facebook page. It has our Twitter. It has our resource materials, those, that, those things that you're hearing about during the commercial breaks. It has links to our resource materials. You can um, purchase or ministry materials, and we've actually posted a, a brand new module, uh, a link to uh, a new book, not that we have written, but a very dear friend of ours and a guest who has been on this program with us before. Her name is Norma Evans Barber, and we are um, 
promoting her book for her, helping her to promote the book because it is a beautiful work. It is a powerful work, and because it is a work of the Lord, it is a work that we believe will edify and build up um, the body of Christ. So go to our show page, go to our Facebook page. Um, There you will see the latest post uh, activities, things that we are doing. One of the things that I'm excited about is the launching of our authentic praise and worship videos. That's a good thing that came out of this whole shutdown, this whole lockdown and shutdown. I was actually opposed to the idea of it. (laughs) That's how I am. If I don't like something, I'm going to resist it, okay? <laughs> but I was originally opposed to the idea of it because I hated, I hated the government telling the church that you cannot assemble together anymore and use other alternatives to have your basic worship services. I was so upset about that. But then I realized that, you know, the Lord already... Um, put us in this position 10 years ago when he had us launch this program and told us to prepare for being on radio, any any opportunity that we had to use media to access it, to, to set up uh, our YouTube. We even have a YouTube page where we have put some of our Bible studies Um, Our academy, our word academy, is on our YouTube page. So I just had to calm down and regroup. And um, out of this time, I said, Lord, okay. I felt inspired to praise and worship the Lord. Why not record it? Um, Why not share that with people during this season? And that's exactly what we did. So go to our Equipping the Saints Ministries Facebook page, and you will see authentic praise and worship videos um, by uh, Chris and me and Chris. Okay. Um, what else would I like before I get into our topic tonight, real heavy? I also want to encourage you all to write us. Write us at ETS Ministries Inc at gmail.com. You can find that information on our show page as well. Write us. We'd love to hear from you. When I get a chance, I'm going to set up some sort of uh, feedback uh, program, uh, some sort of a survey or something that we can hear from you directly on this show page. But in the meantime, write to us. Send us a letter. Okay, we're starting to get a lot of communication on our Facebook page, but we would love to have more communication from you through our radio program to know how this is impacting your life, if our outreach efforts are um, um, making a difference. We're going to continue to do it because the Lord has put it in us to do it, but we would just love to engage and to hear from you, okay? Um, Deep breath and pause for a moment, Diane. 
Okay. So, before I um, talk about reopening the churches, because once I start talking about that, I know I'm going to go to the fifth gear or maybe tenth gear. So I'm trying to cover some other things before I get there. Uh, One of the other reasons that we were inspired to start the praise and worship videos is we know, we know that praise confounds the enemy. Even when I was sitting out there on my deck, I was feeling a little sad from the day before, and when I began to think on the good things that the Lord has done, and when I began to sing songs of praise, it lifted my spirits, okay, which tells me that the enemy had to back up. You know, see, we we, we wrestle, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, we wrestle against spiritual wickedness. So when you're feeling down, you know, Demons can be circling around you, trying to throw negative thoughts at you, shooting negative darts at you, trying to throw, you know, depression your way or make you think about things to be to be depressed about, okay? And when you open your mouth and begin to thank God and you begin to praise God, then the enemy is confounded, he's offended, and he has to leave, His spirit has to leave. A biblical example of that is when David used to play for King Saul. The spirit of the Lord had left King Saul, had allowed him to be tortured by demons, and so those spirits would torture him, and they would call for David to come and sing psalms and play for him, and then then the king would find peace. He would be he would be at peace for that period of time. Why? Because the demons, the demon spirits had to leave him. So praise confounds the enemy. During this time of decreased activity and being shut down, find some good praise and worship music. And our videos are a good example of that because it's authentic. Okay, it's not production, it's not um, perfect, but it's anointed. Find some good praise and worship that you can keep playing in your house and keep you encouraged. And if you can't play it, sing it, hum it, say it, read the Psalms, go to the Psalms and find encouraging words that you can speak and confound the enemy and invoke the Lord's presence into your home. Back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. (laughs) A black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, 
a purpose and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like Amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, and we are going to be talking about reopening churches tonight, Um, but I was finishing up talking about the need for and the importance for praising the Lord and how praise confounds the enemy, and um, it invokes the presence of the Lord. It invokes the Holy Spirit, and the Lord himself to come into your situation, to dwell with you, around you, surround you with his presence, to stand up, take notice, fight on your behalf. Yes, praise can do all of that. It can uplift you. It can build up your spirit, but it also invokes the presence of the Lord. And we believe, we believe that the government had no authority, no authority to command that all churches be shut down across the nation because in doing so, they classified the churches as non-essential Okay, and scripturally, that is not acceptable. The government's authority is not above God's authority, and we don't believe that there was um, that the epidemic itself even warranted that. We've talked about that in some of our previous shows, so I won't get into those details as far as why. You can go back and listen to some of the other shows and understand that better. But God's authority is the ultimate authority. We didn't even have anyone sick in our church at the time. No one, to my knowledge, is, is sick now. Um, only one one member said that his extended family members that he that he doesn't even like live with. There was two two family members that were diagnosed with the virus and. Um, Within a week, they were released from the hospital and doing fine. So we believe that this was a a satanic attack and a satanic plan to that was used 
to cause churches to be shut down across the nation. Okay, so just for the record. But since it happened, since it happened, we did the things that the Lord commanded us to do. We posted the things that he um, asked us to do. We we resisted the ways that we could. We wrote to our officials. We um, answered surveys that we received from the president's um, the president's um, uh, team or office. I'm not sure how I should phrase that. Um, asking our input um, about his responses. Uh, we voiced our position on Facebook. We encouraged others to pray, to, to, to use their voice in whatever way the Lord led them to do it. We included the praise um, as part of our response to all of this. And let's see, what else did we do? Um, we prayed. And today we add one more arsenal to our group of weapons. Okay, today I want to share with you something that I ran across. Um, I happened to be up Friday night, couldn't sleep, was troubled about so much of what was going on, and I saw um, on CBN where they were talking about this organization called Liberty Council. They're based in Florida, Liberty Council, and they announced that they were pushing for all churches across the nation to reopen and to reopen effective starting Saturday the 2nd if they were a church that worshipped on Saturdays on the Sabbath that their target date would be the second. If you were a church that worships on Sunday, that your target date would be the third. Okay? I was so excited to see this, so excited to know that someone else had concluded that enough of this was enough. In my mind, it, was, it, was, it never should have happened. Okay, it never should have happened. Not one church in this country should have accepted that uh, order, request, whatever you want to call it. That's in my my opinion. That's how I feel in my spirit. I felt that it was a that would it was a directive that was against the word of God. And when you have to choose between obeying man and God, you obey God. But since it happened and. So many churches complied. I was happy to see an organization that said, you know what? This was not constitutional, is not constitutional, is contrary to the scriptures, and we have made a mistake. We need, as a nation of churches, we need to wake up, we need to make a stand, and they set a target date, and they provided tools, good tools, lots of information on how to go about doing this. I love it. I love it. For those who 
may not know, maybe they were thinking that they should do this, maybe they didn't know how to go about it. Um, these people came up with some very good information. There is a website, and it is called reopenchurch.org, reopenchurch.org. Please go to the website. Um, it is Liberty Council, reopenchurch.org, okay? On their website, I looked it up immediately, and I um, posted it on our Facebook page to, to, to just share it, you know, just to share it. Like I was telling the women in our prayer conference call, I literally have a pet peeve, and I hate it when we say that we're all Christians, but yet we don't function as one body, that even in small congregations, you find that if someone is doing something for the Lord, and it's not maybe someone else's idea that those people won't support that person that's doing something for the Lord. The spirit of competition um, comes in, and people could care less about what each other is doing or supporting one another. Those are works of the flesh. God forbid. If you know someone in your church that is inspired by the Lord to do something, we should rally behind them. We should rally behind one another. We should come together. We, a house divided against itself cannot stand. Cannot stand. It is not big eyes and little U's. We are supposed to be fitly joined together. We are supposed to, the head cannot say to the feet that you are not significant and I don't need you. The head is supposed to say to the neck and to the feet and to the arms and every other part of the body that you are significant and I do need you and I thank God for you because I can't do it all. That's the way it's supposed to be. So when I saw this, I jumped on board, and I posted it on our page, and now tonight I want to tell you um, a little bit about what I found. First of all, when you go to the website, you will see that um, you can register. They want your name and your email address. You can register. Then you can download some materials. Uh, one of them is called, what is this called? The Patriot's Handbook. The Patriot's Handbook Prayer Intercessory. Uh, I don't want to, let's see, let me go back to it. I don't want to say it wrong. So, Patriot's Handbook of Intercessory Prayer for the United States. It's beautifully done, actually. Um, some of the starred bullets on the front cover show a man on his knees, okay, looking up to the sky, and the 
flag behind him, and it says, Prayers, Crucial Role in American History, Why Prayer Must Undergird Our Restoration as a nation. We do need to be restored, and I believe God is in the process of doing that through this uh, presidential uh, leadership Scriptural Prayer Resources and Guidelines, an essay by Matthew D. Staver. I think it says Staver. And then um, this, this was actually published, it looks like, and the copyright was in 2016. So, so it, it was around already. Okay, but it's a 70-page handbook talking about these bullets. Prayer is crucial, a crucial, crucial role in American history. And it is, it is, it's crucial, okay? Then uh, there's another um, tool and it is called Encouragement, and it's titled, Do Not Be Afraid. Now, when I saw that, I said, hey, we're on the same page. We're on the same page because that was the first part of our campaign on our Facebook page was to dispel the fear, to come against the fear that was being um, promoted concerning this outbreak. Come against the fear, okay? So I'm going to talk more about that. When I come back after the break, I'll break that down a little bit for you. All right. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day, not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page Amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. This is the Toginet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. 
Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R, dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back. And I am talking about the push to reopen churches, that churches need to be reopened, and they need to be reopened now. If you are a God-fearing, true disciple of Christ, church, then you need to reopen, and you need to do it now, okay? It should have never happened that you, the church, the churches were shut down, that pastors agreed to shut down their churches. It speaks volumes for those who did, but since it did happen, this organization, Liberty Council, has launched a website with wonderful tools and wonderful information about churches' constitutional rights concerning being shut down or being forced to shut down about um, um, encouraging words about worship and safety measures, tools to help you to put this together so that you can reopen. I'm going to pick up by reading about the encouragement first, and then I'll come back to the worship and the safety measures, okay? I was so happy when I saw this, so, so, so happy to see um, that this was going on. The encouragement that you will find when you go onto the website says, do not be afraid, Because of the words you have heard, this is exactly where we were at a few weeks ago, dispelling the fear, okay? This is by Matthew D. Staver, Esquire. He highlights the fake news, and he equates it to the scriptures, which I thought was very encouraging about how that is nothing new for Satan. Satan, he he specializes in fake news. He specializes in lies. He specializes in psychological warfare. 
Okay, let me just read this. He says, in the midst of the nonstop negative media bashing President Donald Trump, I want to encourage you. Psychological warfare is an ancient is as ancient as the Garden of Eden. When the serpent distorted God's command, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? This was the beginning of fake news. <laughs> I love it. God gave no such command. That's what the enemy said. The enemy lied and twisted the situation. There was some implied truth in there, but he twisted the situation and told Eve, well, you won't die like the Lord said. He just doesn't want you to be like him. Okay? He was using psychological warfare by distorting the truth. Okay? That's what we're dealing with now. And you need to change the channel. If you're watching some of these uh, stations that are anti-Christ, anti-God, all they do is spew negativity and criticism and insults and um, accusations and fear. You need to change the channel. Okay, then the encouragement part, he talks about, um, do not be afraid because of the words that you have heard, whether a spiritual or earthly battle or a combination of both. The enemy will come at you in various ways. Okay, he will come at you various ways to try to, he'll battle you in your mind, he'll battle you in your emotions, he'll battle you in your finances, he'll battle you in your health, your physical body. He will come at you in various ways to intimidate, okay, to, to wear you down, to cause you to give up without a fight. Don't do it. Well, that's what happened when these churches shut down. Many of them, the, the majority of them, shut down without even a fight, without even questioning, getting legal counsel probably to find out, do we even have to obey this? Should we even obey this? Without even calling a fast for the church to go on a fast and ask the Lord, what should we do, even if it was just a 24-hour fast, you know? Then the, he highlights progress. Progress. He says, in the past year and a half, we have made incredible progress. Although you would not know it by the media reports. See, the, the, the media is controlled by the small G.O.D. of this world. The, the majority of media is controlled by the small G.O.D. of this world. So they're not going to tell you the good things that are happening. Okay. President Trump has become the most pro-life, pro-religious liberty, pro-America, and pro-Israel president in modern history. He has appointed more good judges to the bench than any modern president, 
we are one election away from having the opportunity to replace a Supreme Court justice with another nominee like Justice Gorsuch. This would mean the eventual overturning of Roe v. Wade, which led to abortion, and Obergefell, O-B-E-R-G-E-F-E-L. I wasn't familiar with that name, but this was the one that led to the same-sex marriage opinions, to name a few. That is encouraging. Well, this website, they keep you abreast of the legal progress, the constitutional rights. Um, They give you tools to work with that you can implement and use. The final bullet is pray, act, and vote. So much is at stake. Do not get discouraged. Do not give up. We must stay focused. Pray, act, and and vote. Many believers feel like, and I was like this for a long time. I wasn't, I wasn't mature enough. I wasn't. I had a lot of things in my own life that I was having to overcome and deal with, and I wasn't even at a place where I could focus on politics. Okay, but we as believers have a responsibility. If you're able to have your voice heard. And your vote is your voice. Your vote is your voice. Okay? Paul exercised his legal um, rights as a Roman citizen and as a, and as a Jew. Okay? When he was called before the council, when he was arrested, he exercised and knew his legal rights. Okay? And the other thing that I was truly, truly excited and happy about was uh, that several pastors got together in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and they decided to partner with Pastor Steele, the pastor that refused to shut his church down from the get-go, Life Tabernacle Church. He refused from day one. He faced major persecution because of it, including being arrested and put on house arrest. And then finally, glory to God, other pastors in Baton Rouge decided that they would join him. They had church out in front of the Capitol, (laughs) in front of the Baton Rouge, Louisiana Capitol over the weekend this weekend and oh I listened to some of the preaching I listened to some of the declarations I lifted my hands and praise and worship and tears ran down my eyes as I thank God that they said they it was time for the church to wake up for them to repent for their negligence and allowing this to happen and they would stand together to undo it, stand together. If they couldn't meet in their churches, they were going to meet on the Capitol lawn. (laughs) On the Capitol lawn. This was awesome. Awesome breakthrough, an awesome, encouraging, inspiring act. It's time for the churches to reopen. 
America needs righteousness, love, godliness right now. We don't need death and murder and sin and rebellion. We need righteousness, truth, love, hope, faith instead of fear. I think I'm running out of time. I don't hear my music, but I think I'm out of time. Um, So get your resources. Go to Liberty Council's website, reopenchurch.org. Pray, act, vote. Do your part. Do your part, people. And I pray that God will be with you. Chris says hello. Um, We had some technical difficulty and he couldn't join us tonight, but he says hello. We love you. Until next time, good night.